You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you're a 415er, 415 you're all about your San Francisco 49ers. And this is where you need to be for news, analysis, and, and, and more. And more. Welcome to the 415 hosted by Evan Gidding and Mark Grandy. What's going on, everyone? Welcome into another edition of the 415ers podcast. As always, on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network with 95.7 The Game, that is Mark Grandy. I'm Evan Giddings. Mark, my man, how are you? I'm doing well, Evan. Uh, recovering after quite the uh, sports weekend. I know you had some time with family for Easter. Uh, I didn't get to go up to see to see my folks, but uh, there was a ton to watch. It was it was a kind of matinee basketball in the NBA, the final day of the regular season, and there were so many moving parts in the Western Conference. You had a full slate of afternoon baseball. And then you had the Masters wrapping up. So I'm recovering after looking at 20 screens the entire weekend. How are you doing? I'm good. And we also had an important soccer match between our house. Arsenal and Liverpool played. And the Reds ended up tying against the top of the leaders. So congrats for you staying at the top. And congrats to my team for stealing a point, shall we call it. So that, that was fun, too. A whole day of sports, Mark. You're right. Yeah, whole day of sport. It started off great uh, with uh, with my team, Arsenal, up two nothing, and then uh, and then it was downhill from there. But we don't need to talk about that. That's yeah, cool. love a good soccer match where you can celebrate a tie. No, uh, <laughs> I'm 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 with you. Look, it was it was an awesome weekend, and it was really hard not to just stay glued to the television. Like you said, we were able to, um, you know, get, go celebrate Easter with with family and take a couple of hours off, but. Yeah, we also were kind of tapped into what's going on at, at the Masters and John Rom running away with it down the stretch. And also, you know, here in the Bay Area, the Golden State Warriors making history by scoring yeah. 55 points in a first quarter. Uh, there was a lot that went on on Sunday. And uh, yeah, look, it's and there's going to be a lot that continues to go on as, as the weeks ensue. Uh, but as far as the 49ers is concerned, Maybe this sort of flew under the radar based on everything that we just sort of recapped here. But there was some quarterback news, as there always is. But thank God, Mark, it wasn't a rumor. It actually is something I think is semi-legitimate. And that it was Trey Lance sort of uh, setting social media on fire by a couple of things. Uh, notably, a workout with with Patrick Mahomes. And we'll dig into that in a little bit. But but what I think what caught everyone's attention, Mark, was I guess the video that was sort of circulating from that workout or a photo and a a video. And that was of Trey Lance's new throwing motion, so to speak. It it looks like from what we saw in his workout that, you know, he's he's created kind of a, a more compact motion and everyone just took it and sort of ran with it. And it seemed like especially with the way that everything is sort of circled around Trey Lance and maybe a not so positive fashion with Brock Purdy and Sam Darnold and 
quarterbacks being connected to the 49ers. I, I will say first, before we, we dive in, it was nice to at least see some coverage around Trey Lance that was not completely, hey, trade this guy, get him out of here, and you know we got to find a new home, and he needs a fresh start. I hear you. I understand that it it is refreshing to open up, you know, Twitter and you see Trey Lance trending and you think, oh, God, what's going on now? And then you realize, oh, it's it's just a video from a workout out in in uh, Texas where he's meeting up with Mahomes. He also met up with Dante Moore, who's about to be a freshman at UCLA, a really high recruit. Interestingly enough, those were three together. Maybe there were more, but uh, you saw an Instagram post of, of those three specifically. Um, I will say, however, Evan, while it is nice that it isn't, um, you know, this guy's getting traded and Niners are so done with him. That's refreshing. Um, I, I think generally most people are making a very big deal out of a video or two videos of him throwing a football. Um, you can see slight differences in the motion, but I mean, it, it doesn't look drastically different to me. I will say you know, with his motion last year and everything that we've seen that's been under a microscope now for a couple of years, he does have a pretty long and drawn out motion. He dips the ball pretty low, which which isn't good because it becomes susceptible to being, you know, poked free, you know, by a an extended arm from a pass rusher. He doesn't keep it close and it's, it's out in the open kind of hanging around for a long time as he moves it around before throwing it. So there is room, I think, to improve. And while this new motion that we saw, Evan, uh, seems to be, as you said, a little bit more compact, I I think we're making a much bigger deal out of this than it actually should be. I mean, it's a video from one workout he's had this offseason. We know he's throwing. Uh, He he said that at the, the end of season presser that he was good enough to come out of the boot really quickly and he was going to start throwing. I mean, this... This isn't much, in my opinion. I don't know how you feel, but I, th- I think we're overreacting. Probably. I, I think that, and maybe I could be wrong. Maybe people are reacting to you know, the, the throwing motion. But to me, what I guess more caught my eye was the, the person in the background of the video who was Jeff Christensen, who mm-hmm. was the, the guy working evidently with Trey Lance on his throwing motion. And for those who who. No, Jeff Christensen worked with Jimmy Garoppolo when he was in high school and sort of helped create that that tight, compact delivery that at least was the one thing that I thought was always consistent about Garoppolo. He got the ball out very quickly, whether it was going to his team or the other, who knew? But he did get the ball out quickly. Um, so I think if you want to kind of read between the the you know the tea leaves there, that might be something. I will say this though. Trey Lance, if he is if he has a tighter, more compact throwing motion, that's great. I also didn't see any pads on him. I also True. didn't see anybody around him. I also didn't see any other video aside from one throw. Uh, I saw the best probable throw that he he made that day. And the other thing that, that always caught my eye about Trey Lance, Mark, it, it's not like... I, I honestly, I don't care how you get the ball out. Like, it's great. If you throw the ball like Dan Marino or Aaron Rodgers and, you know, or you shoot the ball like Clay Thompson or Stephen Curry, that's great. That's fantastic if your form looks perfect. But does the ball go in the net 
And does the ball get to your receiver on time when it's supposed to get there? That's really all I care about. And so the one thing, in addition to Jeff Christensen in the background that caught my eye about this video, was the fact that it was a perfect spiral because <laughs> Trey Lance does not always throw a perfect spiral. So if you can do that consistently over and over again, and we'll find out in OTAs coming up in May if that's the case, then this is a great sign. But until I see it actually on the field and in pads, I'm with you. This is way overblown. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Uh, you took the words out of my mouth. The one thing I was going to point to as a positive was the spiral, because <laughs> pads or not, we've seen some uh, some wobbly throws from Trey Lance uh, ever since he was drafted. Uh, so the spiral, certainly a good look. It was, I mean, it looked like a pretty good throw, but again, it's in a controlled environment without pads on. You're saying there's no one in his face. Yada, 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 whatever. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, the Jeff Christensen thing is interesting. You mentioned, obviously, Jimmy Garoppolo's, you know, throwing coach, and he's a big reason why Garoppolo developed such a quick release, which obviously led him to a lot of success with the 49ers. You could probably argue that was his best quality, his best trait uh, under Kyle Shanahan and with the 49ers. Uh, Christensen also being, you know, the personal football quarterback coach of Patrick Mahomes, who I know obviously we've said was, was down there working out as well. Um, those are obviously all related, not coincidence. Uh, I mean, if you were to pick a quarterback coach out there, Evan, if you're Trey Lance, you're to pick a quarterback coach out there that might help you the most. That might give you the best chance to convince people in the Niners organization that you are the guy in for the future I can't think of a, a better possibility than one who has helped Jimmy Garoppolo, who's been, despite some serious, you know, liabilities, some serious limitations, has been good and has had success in this uh, scheme. And then maybe the best quarterback of all time when it's all said and done, Patrick Mahomes. That's, that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good combo if, if you're looking for someone that can maybe do you a little bit of good in this Niners system. Yeah, like any affiliation with Patrick Mahomes is going to help whatever stock you have at this point. Just standing uh, next to him and breathing the same air that he breathes might help. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Who knows about osmosis? <laughs> I mean, at this point, nothing could hurt. But but I yep. will say this about, I guess, quarterbacks trying to, you know, develop. Like Trey Lance is still very young. He's 22, 23, and he's coming up on a pivotal season. I'm sure he's looked around, he's talked to a bunch of different people and said, who, hey, hey, what do I need to do better? How can I accomplish that? And if this guy, you know, Christensen can help him get to that point, then by all means, that's awesome. I, I think it was Josh Allen that worked with uh, Carson Palmer's brother, Jordan Palmer, after his either second or third season. And that's when we saw him take off, when you saw that completion percentage jump like 10 points in the matter of a season. Yeah, And I know that that's, Unfortunately, the comp that I think a lot of people put with Trey Lance is, oh, well, you know, he's going to be a slow developing quarterback, but he's got the tools of a Josh Allen. He's got a big arm. And if he can just kind of fine tune it, then you could get those sort of results. 
I don't necessarily think that's the case, but it does, I think, signal maybe a more, more of a trend among younger quarterbacks that they come into this league pretty unpolished. Like the, you know, a, a Justin Herbert, for example, or a Joe Burrow are the outliers. Like the majority of these quarterbacks need to kind of, even if they are physical specimens like Josh Allen, have someone to kind of dig in and, and sort of give them a path to getting better. And it does appear at least like Trey Lance is trying to do those things as opposed to maybe just working on what he had been the previous two off seasons uh, before this one. So, I mean, it, it's clear he's, he's attempting to, you know, try and rewrite some wrongs, whether it be mechanically or physically. Um, and now that he's healthy, you know, it's just a matter of us seeing it on the field. And it looks like OTAs is going to be the first time we get to see that. Well, yeah. I mean, really aside from, his performance on the field in actual games, which has been limited, of course. He's only started four games, didn't finish one of those. Aside from that, I mean, he's done just about everything else right. I know we talked about last episode and in a, a few different episodes recently, how he has said all the right things. He supported all of the right teammates. He's We've never heard him say a disparaging word. He... He seems to be doing all of the work that he should be doing. It's just that the opportunities haven't quite presented themselves consistently. And when he has gotten the opportunities, unfortunately, something has kind of gotten in the way. Uh, now, you could blame him for some of those obstacles, I, I suppose. I think a lot of it has been out of his power. Um, but that's just the reality of this situation. So, I think you're pointing out something that's important, Evan, that, you know, it, it seems like he's making every effort to still try to compete and win this job, despite, as we've talked about, what seems like the writing on the wall says otherwise. Uh, that's not new, though. I, I think he's been doing that. It's it's not a this offseason thing. I think he's handled everything the right way. Of course, we don't know everything, but it seems to me, at least from the outside, um, that these efforts that he's putting in this offseason – um, are more of a, a continuation of things he's done since he's been drafted. It just hasn't quite translated into consistent opportunities on the field yet. 